0: What's up everybody, welcome to the Junkie Experience Podcast where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment. I'm your host L, and you know we're going to get it in today. There's been so much going on in the entertainment world and we are here to talk about it. So whether it's celebrity news, music news, movie news, I got you. So let's just kick back and relax and we're going to get into it. We got to talk about Drake. We have to talk about Nicki Minaj, Tiffany Haddish, Letitia Wright. We got a lot going on. Plus, we're going to get into like a little quick TV discussion, um, what I've been watching. We're going to talk about how I feel about that new Bel Air trailer that dropped um, last week. Um, We're going to talk about Superman and Lois Returns for the new season. And you know we can't get out of here without getting into that unpopular opinion of the week so like i said just sit back and relax and we about to get it in y'all all All right guys so it has been a crazy week for me y'all know if you don't know i know i've said it a bunch of times on this podcast that i do live in atlanta georgia and the weather here is crazy i'm telling you they throwing out Temperatures around here, like the lottery numbers. I'm like, one day is 61, the next day is 35, one day is 25, then they hit you with the 75, then the 80. I'm like, man, it is crazy. But right now, it is even crazier because we are in a so called quote unquote blizzard, but it's not really a blizzard, y'all. But we are having our winter weather moment right now like this weekend has been totally crazy for me i don't even know how i'm sitting up here recording this podcast right now because i am so tired i'm looking at my bed right now and i just want to go and hop in that thing and just go to sleep but i got to keep my energy up for y'all because i've been working non-stop if you don't know um on my uh, on my day job i am a project manager for a uh an engineering firm here in Atlanta, so we handle, like, all the transportation issues and things like that, so I run, like, a whole, um, uh, transportation fleet for the state of Georgia, so that's what I do, but, child, it has been really real, because ever since we've known this weather system is getting about to come in, it's been crazy, I'm talking about non-stop phone calls back to back to back to back to back, and I'm saying, I, I was just like, am I gonna get my stuff done you know for junkie experience this weekend because it's, it was just looking like it was and i'm telling y'all i just got off a call i've been on calls like since early this morning i've been having like uh, i'm not telling a lot five or six calls back to back but that's the name of the game it's the career um choice that i chose it's the job that i'm in so i gotta do what i have to do but nevertheless it's still draining me right now but you know we're gonna be back in full effect next week if y'all feel like i'm a little dry right now you know i'm gonna make it up to you guys i'm gonna make it up to you so um basically you know i've been dealing with that i've been um watching a few new shows i got into um white lotus is one of the newer ones that i'm into on um that i just recently got into on hbo max it comes on hbo max or i should say it's streaming on hbo max and um at first, it was a slow burn for me. Like I couldn't really get into it. Um, it's about this, you know, these three. Um, uh, they it, the show has like three major plots. Um, about um a family, um a person traveling solo, and a newly married couple that comes to this island, this um island in Hawaii, um or this resort I should say called the White Lotus, and I mean. These people got some problems for your ass. I'm telling you, like, all kind of problems. Like, it's crazy. Like, uh, but it was a slow burn for me because some of the storylines was, like, working my nerves. It seemed like they were dragging it out. But I was excited to see my girl, Natasha Rothwell, um, have a big part on here as well. Um, she did good. She plays, like, a spa. Like, she runs this spa. She's a therapist. So, you know, she plays that part. Um, very well you know it's great to see her doing things after Insecure so um I'm thinking it's going to be some type of anthology series don't quote me on that because I see where um the Hollywood Reporter is uh, reporting that um you know new actors that are going to be coming in and joining um this particular show because I want to say this storyline or this whole story for this season has pretty much ended I don't see where they can go from there so i'm thinking it's going to be something like fantasy island where people it's not anything like fantasy island but you know fantasy island like had different um different guests come in to stay on the island like on every show so i'm thinking like every season is going to be like a whole new set of guests that stay at the white lotus so yeah it was was pretty interesting when i once i got into it but it was also kind of predictable too um but i finished it i may check out the next season when it comes out but you know i'm not sure yet i just been like trying to find like some new things to um kind of watch um because i'm a tv junkie y'all like tv um music all kind of stuff like i'm just the entertainment fiend i mean i can't help it y'all been like that since i was a kid but, um, yeah, so uh, right now it's like a little snow, a little dusting of snow outside my window. Nothing major. Um, It's really major, like, in the northern parts of Georgia uh, where they got, like, a whole big blanket of snow. But it's nothing major over here. We mostly worried about, like, what's going to happen, like, when the roads and stuff ice over. So, but other than that, like, we, um... This week has been pretty, pretty busy. And I'm telling y'all, I'm just ready for winter to be over. Like, before winter hit, I was just like, oh, you know, the cold season coming in. I can rock my boots. I can do my thing or whatever. But, hunty, uh -uh. I'm ready to see some, hear the birds chirping and see some kind of flowers blooming and the leaves coming back on the trees or something because, this winter weather is not hitting I was talking to um, one of my friends the other day I was just like damn I'm like I can't even keep my car clean like I want to because of the um, the weather like you know the weather won't let you get it clean like you want to like I like mine to you know look shiny and stuff uh, but like right now she just looking all dull and I'm just like Ugh, you know so I'm just ready for the sun to come out for it to warm up you know so I can clean my baby up so she can be looking fresh again Yep, yep, yep. and y'all in between these shows I've been watching I've been following this Tasha K and Cardi B drama this stuff has gone way beyond what I thought was gonna happen um, because as of right now so you know Cardi B is suing um a YouTuber Tasha K who just hit like a million subscribers on YouTube so she's suing um, Tasha K for I guess defamation of character, um, because Tasha K had made some ale- uh, some accusations, saying that Cardi B, you know, had herpes, and um, you know Cardi was saying like how you know that really messed her up, and it's just been crazy. So there's like this dude in Atlanta, so they're they're in court here in Atlanta, and there's this guy, I think his name is Dennis Byron, and he's been going out like. I guess he's been actually like sitting in on the trial and he's been coming back like reporting like everything that's been going on. So, I mean, if you, well, I know when I open up my YouTube page, it just depends on the people I follow. I guess it's based off of that, but that's all I'm seeing. Like I'm seeing a whole bunch of this, you know, Tasha K drama, people giving updates on the case and stuff because dennis byron i guess is actually sitting in that courtroom and he's coming back you know <laughs> reporting this because i want to say he has a youtube channel but i did see him being interviewed by um another youtuber armand wiggins um the other night because i think they had went to um they had a, um, a, a, a they had a day in court um earlier this week but yeah or last week so yeah it's just been crazy so Um, yeah, so Cardi B, from what Dennis Byron was saying, I guess she got on the stand and she was talking about how Tasha K's accusations, or, you know, she's saying that her accusations, first of all, were false, and she's saying that, um, Tasha, that, well, Cardi is saying that that the, the stuff that Tasha was spitting out was making her suicidal. Like, she was saying, like, how depressed she had become, because I think... You know, you know how folks are, you know Cardi is always on social media like she can't stay off of Twitter or Instagram or whatever so she is reading like all these comments and looking at what these people are saying so if I think it was one instance where she had her daughter or she had um, you know she was kissing her daughter and I guess posted on Instagram I don't know whether she was live or whether you know it was like a little video that she posted and I guess folks were under the comments you know saying you know why would you Kiss your child like that. Knowing that you have herpes and stuff like that. Because they are getting fed this from Tasha K. And from what Dennis Byron was saying. Was that Tasha K. got on the stand. And said that she knew. That like okay. She was basically saying everything that she says on her channel. Is for entertainment purposes. And basically that she knew. That you know. That it was a lie when she said. That she had proof that Cardi B had um herpes so it has just been a mess and it looks like cardi b is trying to make an example out of tasha k i don't know how what the outcome is gonna be i know one thing this is definitely bringing a lot of attention to tasha k uh, people who did not know her they gonna know her now um because of cardi b you know this whole cardi b situation so i don't know i mean it, it may turn out bad for tasha k um i know her husband took the stand last week too and for what i heard about that that outcome wasn't good you know some of the things he said on the stand just were not in favor of his wife so it's just it has been a roller coaster i'm pretty sure for them and i um i must say you know in personally i've watched tasha k before i have um you know viewed her channel sometimes i feel like hell yeah she's over the top like sometimes she's over the top a lot of times these things that she's saying you can just tell that is made up you know now it's a difference when you're like giving your opinion on what you think about celebrities or whatever rather than you know i mean straight up telling lies just for clicks and views and stuff like that like if you know that you don't know this about this celebrity you know why would you get on there and just lie about it but um a lot of her stories have been questionable um to me Um, sometimes the way that she digs into a lot of these celebrities and stuff like that um is just wild to me but um they're saying it's not looking good for her like i said she's bragging about she just hit um over a million right now she has over a million um followers on her youtube channel and it is a sticky situation because i i don't know like okay so if um if she wins I, i mean i'm not even sure if Cardi B wins, what what get what does the, what is the judge gonna do? Is he going to be able to snatch Tasha K's channel? Will he make Tasha K pull every video down that Cardi B that she mentioned Cardi B's name in because those videos are still up on her channel? Um, is he going to make her pay Cardi B some money? Um, you know, Cardi, I don't think Cardi needs the money, but who knows i mean she could just be doing this to you know i guess um teach tasha k a lesson about you know talking about her and other celebrities and things like that but it is getting way out of hand but that's one thing that i've definitely been following that i hadn't put anything on the website about it i was trying to wait on like the outcome of what's you know of of the whole trial because dennis byron the way he was talking um he thinks that the trial is going to be done by this friday you know since today is um uh the mlk day uh, um it's a federal holiday so they're not going to reconvene today they'll reconvene probably um sometime tomorrow but he's thinking that the trial is going to be over by the end of this week and there should be some type of verdict um released at that time so all i know is honey i'm gonna keep watching because i want to see what's gonna happen i'm nosy honey i am nosy And speaking of nosy, it is time for us to get into the show. And we are about to get into this entertainment news. So stay tuned to the Junkie Experience Podcast. We'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back to the Junkie Experience Podcast where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment. And now, like I promised you, it is time for us to get into. this entertainment news for this week and there has been a lot going on so the first shocking thing that went on this week was the untimely death of comedian Bob Saget so everybody know I was a 90s kid I grew up in the 90s and um everybody who grew up in the 90s 90s especially children we knew who Bob Saget was you know what I'm saying he was a dad from um, Full House and he was Danny Tanner and he was just you know that dude so he passed away unexpectedly um, on January the 9th I believe it was and he was um, out doing a tour he was doing a comedy tour um, he was in Florida um, doing his tour and he went to his hotel which was the Ritz Carter in Orlando Florida and they found him unresponsive on that Sunday night And they said that the Orange County Sheriff's Department, they responded to an unresponsive man. um, And one of the emergency responders arrived and and pronounced him dead on the scene. And um, they said that there was no drug paraphernalia. Can I talk? Can I talk today? Y'all know I'm tired. (laughs) But um, there was no drug paraphernalia found. um, No foul play, it looks like. And um, yeah, he just, he passed away. Um, from what they say and that he passed away in his sleep and it was an outpouring of just you know people who knew him and um, the people that he worked with like it was just outpouring and outpouring on social media of um, you know people sharing their condolences and for his family you know after the loss that that was suffered so yeah rest in peace to Bob Saget I mean he was you know a staple of the 1990s I mean he was on Full House for years and then he uh, while he was doing Full House he was also on America's Funniest Home Videos I think at this point he had just gotten back into touring um, and then he, he had his own uh, podcast um, from what I know I, I hadn't had never, never had a chance to listen to it but I know that he had his own podcast and it was pretty dope from what a lot of people were saying but yeah that, that was definitely a, a blow um, to lose Bob Saget like that so next uh let's get into some news about Drake. So Drake has been uh, making his own hotlines or headlines or whatever, and uh hotlines um uh, no pun intended, but there's been a story going around saying that there's this Instagram model who is accusing Drake of burning her. And let me tell you how he burned her child. So apparently they had some type of sexual encounter, he DM'd her or whatever they got together. Um, she went back to his hotel with them and they did the do, you know, they did the damn thing. And when everything was said and done and it was over, you know, Drake took himself, you know, went in the bathroom or whatever. So shortly after the girl goes into the bathroom and apparently she goes fishing around for the condom that Drake had just used on her. And she was going to take the, she, I guess her plan was to take the, the contents of what was in the condom and enter them into her if you know what i'm saying um but to her surprise um when she went to enter those contents into her um she started burning and i ain't talking about no yearning and burning she was burning and hollering honey because the apparently drake she's saying that drake had put some hot sauce or something, Tabasco sauce or whatever, inside the condom, I guess, to kill the sperm or whatever to keep, um, you know, women from, you know, playing those kind of games or whatever to, you know, I guess, attempt to get pregnant and have his baby or whatever. So, that's what he did. Or, that's what she's saying he did. Now, look, Drake, I ain't saying you did that, bro. But, that's what the internet girl is saying. But, one thing about what what I'm thinking about is like, okay, This chick, as of today, and I I followed this story when it was, you know, running hot and heavy, but nobody could name this woman. Like, nobody named her. I didn't even see a picture of her or anything. So, I'm not sure whether this was true or not or whether somebody just made up a story like a blog or something, whoever the original blog was that reported this, not sure if they just made it up. Uh, I mean, it was a funny story, you know, that that would happen. I mean, it ain't funny for her, but apparently they're saying that she is going to be suing Drake. But like I said, I searched high and low on my research. I don't know if if it has come out yet because once I put the story up, I just didn't look at anything else about it because it was so absurd to me. It was just weird. And, um, but I'm not sure. Like, it just sounds fishy to me. It sounds like somebody may have put this up. And Drake did take to his, um... His Instagram, And he posted a message pretty much saying like, you know, people, you know, want their 15 minutes of fame, but you know, he was going to have the last laugh pretty much. So I don't know if that was meant for the actual blog that posted this story or if this was meant for the young lady who claims to be suing him. But like I said, as of today, I don't know this lady's name. I hadn't seen an Instagram handle or anything. I mean, she could just be trying to stay anonymous. I don't know. But, um, yeah, that was a very um, weird story. It was a weird story, child. Um, Yeah, and speaking of weird, so we found out not too long ago that um, Lisa Bonet and her husband, Jason Momoa, uh, Mr. Fireman, they are going to be divorcing. Um, they've been married for five years they have two kids and well they was married for almost five years because they got married in 2017 they have two two children a girl and a boy and they have been together for like almost 17 years but married almost five but they announced that they were going to be splitting up like it, their relationship was no longer and lisa bonet is you know She had some years on Jason Momoa. I want to say he may be like in his early 40s. And I want to say Lisa is like maybe in her early to mid 50s. Um, But she still looks good as hell. So that don't even matter. Um, If she didn't look good as hell, it still doesn't matter. But I did want to point that out. Um, But yeah, they are splitting up. You know, that that sucks for them. And, you know, but hopefully they can. They seem like the type of couple that could kind of like make it work. And, you know, make this whole co-parenting thing work for them. So, that's um unfortunate, but you know, hopefully they make it work and make it work for the kids. All right, and next up, uh, Nicki Minaj. Miss Nicki Minaj was dropped, surprisingly dropped from the harassment lawsuit filed by her husband's victim. So, um, we know that Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty, um, uh, was accused of raping um Jennifer Huff back in I would want to say 1995 and he actually was convicted of that crime and he served about 4 years for that. I want to say a little over 4 years um for that particular crime. So Nikki, you know, married him. They have a child together. Um Jennifer Huff had been making her rounds and saying that well, she did. I'm not gonna say she was making her rounds, but she did appear on the Real, the talk show, the Real, and she was talking about how Nikki was bullying her and you know wanting her to drop the charges or say that um, Kenneth Petty did not violate her in that that time frame. She said, um, I guess Nikki had tried to pay her off or something, or and then she said there were threats on her life and things like that. So. All of a sudden last week Jennifer Huff drops The suit against Nicki Minaj um, And people were shocked um, By that They said that Nicki was dropped from the harassment Suit without prejudice Um, So I wanted to look up what Without prejudice meant And it means that you know yeah Huff has dropped It for now but she could Refile it at any time That she feels like it um, but it's still unclear why Huff decided to remove Nikki. Now um, Kenneth Petty remains as a uh, as a plaintiff on the um, um, on the suit. He he remains on the on the lawsuit. So I'm not sure, but I know this situation has been messy on um, for a few years now, or a couple years, or however long it's been. I know it's it feels like it's been five years as long as you know this has been going on. But um, so Nikki, the thing was like Nikki wasn't responding to the case at first. Like she wasn't responding to uh being subpoenaed, I guess, but they found out that she wasn't being she wasn't served the correct way. And so now she is um she's cooperating and she uh, so what what happened was so let me let me get it right. So what happened was nikki's attorney stated that the rapper had not been properly served and that the default judgment in huff's favor was inappropriate so what was going to happen was huff was going to win by default um she was going to win her case by default if nikki had never shown up but somehow they found they said that nikki wasn't served properly or whatever and now um you know and then um they couldn't could they could not rule in huff's favor honey i don't know all the legal jargon but pretty much, Nikki is off the hook for right now. But her husband, Kenneth Petty, is still on the hook with this Jennifer Huff case. So, we are going to definitely see how that plays out. I just think that, you know, Nikki got some high-powered attorneys. She has money on top of money on top of money on top of money. Whereas Jennifer Huff does not. Um, And like I said, I don't know why she took her off of there. Because Jennifer's story, if you look at her interview from The Real it appears that she was definitely telling the truth about what had been going on you know like i I mean i can see i'm not gonna sit up here and say oh nikki did this but i'm gonna tell y'all i can see it i can see the way nikki is on social media and things like that she seems like she would bully somebody into doing something to benefit her um or her lifestyle or her life or whatever you know because her husband is still registered as a sex offender And that junk probably is never going away. Because at this point, you know, he ain't going to be able to take Papa back to school or whatever. Because he's registered as a sex offender. So, I don't know how this whole thing is going to play out. But it's definitely going to be interesting. Um, And speaking of how things are going to play out. So, comedian Tiffany Haddish was recently arrested here in Georgia on DUI charges. So, um, in the wee hours of Friday morning, um, she was found by Peachtree City Police asleep in her vehicle in a residential neighborhood. So, the people in the neighborhood called the police. They say, look, it's a black woman out here sleeping. Y'all need to come get her. I don't know what she doing or whatever. You know, I don't know if it went like that. But, Peachtree City, yeah, it probably did go like that. But, anyway, um, so, Nick, so, I'm saying Nikki. So, Tiffany uh, was arrested around 4 a.m. Um, she is currently in Georgia filming her new Disney movie called The Haunted Mansion. Um so Tiffany got on um, you know, they, they showed her mugshot. TMZ was the one that first reported the um the the mugshot and she was like all smiles on there. So she did spend a couple hours in custody um and she was released after she posted um uh, bomb for like a little over sixteen hundred dollars. Um, And Tiffany, um, they say she's just been going through a lot, you know, over the past few months. And we know that she had, like, she had a public um, romantic relationship with um, Common. That ended, like, not too long ago. And we found out that it ended because both of them went public with, you know, how it ended and stuff. And that it had ended. So, that was um, a blow to her. Then um, she lost her grandmother um, not too long ago. Her grandmother who raised her, she recently lost her. She lost her pet, um, so that was something that was weighing heavily on her. And some people say, you know, her and John and Bob Saget were really, really good friends. And you know, his death um, may have taken her over the edge. But they said, you know, she was smoking weed, so that's what they arrested her for. The DUI was for marijuana, um, so that's what they charged her with. So. Um, but you know, we hope the best for her. You know, we, I wish her a lot of light and love, you know, over here at the junkie experience family, but yeah, Tiffany was, um, was arrested, but I mean, she's out, she's free now. So that's, it is what it is. Um, and the last story of the, of what I'm going to talk about on this week is latisha right so y'all know latisha Wright, shuri from the black panther the original black panther so now she is going to be the star of the upcoming black panther uh, which is black panther wakanda forever so you know unfortunately uh we lost chadwick boseman who played the original black panther um aka t'challa we lost him back in 2020 uh, back in august of 2020 so I know that you know Disney and Marvel were trying to, after his death and everything, they were trying to, I guess, scramble to figure out what they were going to do with this franchise. Because we know that the Black Panther franchise is supposed to, we know how Disney and Marvel do it. The, those franchises are gonna go on and on and on and on till they can't go on anymore. So this is just another one of those franchises that are just gonna go on. So um, they were scrambling, I guess, trying to figure out the storyline. We still really don't know what the storyline is going to be and how they're going to present it to us. But I do know that Ryan Coogler is directing this one as well. Um, Shuri is supposed to be, well, Letitia Wright is supposed to be the star of this particular movie. Um, Because if you read the comics, which I didn't, but I know. (laughs) If you read the comics, Shuri does um, turn into Black Panther in the comics from what I understand so comic book people don't come for my neck, but that's just you know my little tidbit of information or whatever I don't even know if I'm saying it right but anyway the biggest news is that Letitia Wright has returned to filming Black Panther because we know that she had a lot of controversy around her um surrounding this whole COVID-19 vaccine and that she wasn't going to take it um, she had posted a video um, a YouTube video um, that was talking about the the vaccine and how harmful it was, and giving out a lot of misinformation about the virus as well. So she had um, put put that on her um, on her website, and right after that, she um, was heavily criticized by people. Um, people were calling for her job to be taken. They were calling for her to be off of the the Black Panther movie and everything like they did not want her and she was um um and shortly after that you know she had to delete her she ended up deleting like her twitter page and her instagram pages and then that video that she posted the video from youtube um youtube removed that one due to its violation of terms of the terms and services um but yeah so and then when all of that happened you know she was you know back in august she was injured on set when they were filming like a stunt sequence in Boston where they were filming and she went ahead and went home to recover in, you know, at her home in London um, and she continued the healing process. So while she was healing, director Ryan Coogler still continued filming as much as he could without her. Now, this woman was dead set against, you know, the, taking the vaccine and all of that or whatever which i mean that is her choice but hollywood has some mandates in place just as well as the the cdc because the cdc um they issued a travel restriction late last year which required like all non-immigrant non-citizen air travelers to the u.s to be fully vaccinated and to provide proof of that vaccination status so when that came out and we knew that she was in london people all eyes was on her because they was like okay well what is she gonna do is she gonna come back is she not gonna come back are we gonna have to like do something different with that movie are we gonna have to scrap it what is going to happen are we gonna have to push it like what is going to happen so um she went ahead and um i guess did what she had to do but they are not she didn't comment on her vaccinated status or anything like that but some sources close to her says that the issues have been resolved. So she is back in Atlanta shooting. Because they're shooting right now here in Atlanta. So hopefully they can get through this Black Panther movie. With like you know like. Hopefully they can get get through it. They can go on and complete the franchise like they wanted to do. And everything will be all good. I mean that's what I'm hoping for. Because it's been a rocky road um, for Black Panther. I mean since Chadwick's, Chadwick's untimely death. And. You know, with all of the controversy surrounding the COVID 19 and people getting COVID 19 on set, including Lupita Nyongo, who's also um, a star in the Black Panther uh, movie. Like, it's just been like a roller coaster ride for this franchise. So, hopefully, they get it together, things start coming together for them, and it can be successful. Um, but Black Panther Wakanda Forever is still on track to hit theaters this year November 11th so I will be front and center when that movie comes out so you know I just wish them the best on that but yeah it's been a crazy crazy ride um for this Black Panther franchise and I hope we get I hope with all of the 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 craziness that's been going on with this that we do get a good movie um out of it you know I know that the the stars the actors Oh, you know they've been through hell and back i know they have you know because those movies are so physical too i know that they're not easy to um to film and they're not easy to uh participate in they probably i know they're not easy you know it's ryan coogler probably pulling all his hair out because you know they're not easy to direct so i just you know wish everybody the best and um let us get this movie let us get this thing going so that is everything for the entertainment news for this week. And we will be right back to kind of talk about like different things like this. Um, uh, We're going to be talking about like the little shows I've been watching. this Bel Air trailer. Um, just a lot of little things. So just stay tuned to the Junkie Experience podcast. And we'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back to the Junkie Experience Podcast Where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment So now we're about to get into the stuff that I've been watching on TV Like a little few things that I want to talk about And let's just get into it with the first story about Bel Air So last week, the trailer for Bel Air, the official trailer came out And if you don't know what Bel Air is, I'm about to tell you I call it the Fresh Prince Remixed Reboot um because okay so back in 2019 an unknown talent at the time Morgan Cooper he released a fan fiction trailer that depicted a darker side of the 1990s hit comedy series The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air which starred Will Smith so in Cooper's original trailer he turned like this well known comedy that we all know as the comedy with the laugh track and all of that he turned this thing into like a heavy hitting drama And it caught the eye of Will Smith, like Will Smith saw this and he was like, okay, okay. And so he kind of took Cooper under his wing to kind of help him turn his vision into a series. So now that has finally come to fruition. So this thing is about to hit the streaming services on Peacock. Um, I want to say it's going to be next month, I believe. When is this thing um, coming out? Yeah, next month, February 13th, is going to hit Peacock. I don't have Peacock yet, but I may get it just to check this out. Uh, but yeah, that that um that trailer hit, and so just to kind of give you my take on the trailer. So this new guy, this new actor by the name of Jabari Banks, um, he is going to star as Will Smith in Bel Air, um, and so we just kind of get to see like the real side of uh the not so funny side of how Will ended up in bel-air in the first place and and ended up staying with his extravagantly wealthy family in plushy beverly hills so because um, it appears that will has gotten into like some serious trouble in a basketball game back in his hometown turned violent which landed will in jail after he fired a gun into the crowd so it looks like uncle phil who's like this high-powered attorney or whatever he was able to probably make some type of um deal with the lawyers i mean with the judge or something in uh, Will's case and he was able to I guess get him to like compromise with like okay well we'll take him out of the city and have him come stay with us that's how I'm looking at it or whatever that wasn't depicted in the trailer but that's just my take on on it so in the trailer you know we're introduced to like all the characters we know uh, Viv, Hillary, Joffrey like I said Uncle Phil little Ashley and Carlton now Carlton was the one who got my attention Um, Carlton we know like Carlton on the actual um, 90's show you know him and Will would be like at odds with each other but it was always like a funny banter between them but baby on this one it seems like Carlton is about to be a little more sinister or a lot more sinister than he was on the original because on the original he wasn't really sinister he was just like this little you know little nagging Something that like got on Will's nerves or whatever. But this one here. He looks like he's a little diabolical. And I cannot wait to see what they do with this character. Because Carlton. Yeah he does not appear to be on Will's side. And you know how like in the 90's sitcom. How Will like came to the school. And he like quickly adapted. And he um made all these friends. Like everybody thought he was so cool. And they wanted to be his friends. Uh-uh. Not on this one. Like, it's like, it's hard as hell for him to fit in. And, like, the, the, the kids are, like, you know, I guess looking down on him because he's not, you know, from the upper echelon like they are. And Carlton is like, you know, I'm the man. You know how Carlton was with that. You know, I'm the man. I'm the big man on campus. And, you know, you need to listen to me. You need to do this here. yeah Carlton looks like he's going to be a problem. Carlton is going to be a problem. um Now, what I do like about this is that um, the, um, characters like if you notice like most of the characters with the exception of the young man playing will um are like you know darker skin characters so on here they made hillary dark skin and what i do like about this hillary like you can tell she's materialistic this new hillary but she's not she doesn't seem to be as big of an airhead as the hillary that we know and love from the 90s sitcom but yeah like this show looks really really interesting um, I really like to see I liked when um, I really like seeing Morgan Cooper's take on the Fresh Prince for him to take it like flip it the way he did I'm like that takes I mean some talent to be able to flip it you know like what's going on in his mind where he say okay I'm going to take this funny show and I'm going to flip it to something that's not funny I'm going to make it a drama or whatever so I can't wait to see what happens with it like i said i don't have peacock right now but i'm gonna get it hopefully i can get it on a trial basis because lord knows i have too many streaming services then i find out netflix going up a few more pennies like y'all y'all are tripping like now my netflix going up to like over 15 dollars by what 1549 15.50 something like that it's getting ridiculous out here in these streets, honey. Next thing you know, Netflix is going to be charging us $100 a month. And I ain't here for it. But anyway, let me get off of my soapbox on that. But I am going to be checking out Bel-Air. It looks like it's going to be interesting. Um, Jabari, you know, he has, you know, some of those will. Um, I cannot wait to see, like, the mannerisms of this young actor. Like, can he, you know, make us... Uh, Is is he going to have like a lot of wheels, mannerisms and things like that That's going to definitely be interesting But yeah I'm ready to check it out It's going to be streaming like I said on Peacock On February 13th So yeah we will be checking that out So next up I want to talk about Superman and Lois I'm so happy y'all Superman and Lois is back on the CW And I had a chance to check out Like the newest episode And um it was good. It was good as always. Like the storylines are good. I'm glad that things are getting to be a little bit more diverse. Um, they've introduced um, Natalie as a character. So Natalie was is um, Lois Lane's daughter um, in an alternate universe. So she ends up coming to this particular universe, and she gets to meet Lois. But you know, it's not like a a warm fuzzy meeting or anything because in the alternate universe lois died by the hands of the bad superman and now this child natalie along with her father they enter this new universe where lois lane is still living but now she's actually married to the good superman and she has two teenage sons and she doesn't know anything about natalie so um when natalie saw her she started like running to her like you know i'm you know like oh mom 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 you know um she was running to her and stuff so um but it really um that show really captured me i'm telling y'all i'm not like a huge comic book fan and you know things like that but i am super into um this superman and lois i mean i'm sorry if i spoil things for you but um y'all know it's spoiler alert time on here um so natalie at this point you know she's living in this new universe She's trying to adjust to um, being in this alternate universe because it's just, it's crazy to her. Like her mom is not her mom anymore. Her friends are not her friends anymore. They don't even know who she is. Um, and it's wild. And also, um, besides the Natalie uh, storyline, we have um, a new general in town. So Lois's dad, I guess he's on hiatus. I forgot what happened with him on the last one, but um, there's a new general that's, taking over at this point, and he is wanting, you know, Superman to pretty much bow down. I'm like, Superman is Superman. He ain't got to bow down to nobody. He can go, look, he just doing y'all a favor. He can go do whatever he wants to do, and and that's it, and that's that on that. You know what I mean? Unless y'all get that kryptonite on him, or whatever, but other than that, he can do what he wants to do, but this general, like, wants him to be, like, all for America, like, you know, you don't need to help anybody, because what happened was, Superman went To help this um, Korean um, army. They were like going down. uh, Like they were in a a submarine or whatever. And they were like you know about to die or whatever. So Superman went in and he saved them. But the missile that they had. He took it. He gave it back to them. Like he gave it back to the Koreans. And um, the American general. He was not happy about this so he was saying you know superman needs to be for america and he was just like you know clark was like look i'm here to save everybody like i'm i'm trying to save lives that's what i do i'm superman i can't just pledge my allegiance to y'all and only y'all like dude get out of here get out of here but um yeah and so that's what's going on with superman right now so i want to see how things are going to play out with this new general i know that he has Try to, he's now trying to recruit like his own people so that you know they have those uh people who with those um those uh uh meta powers or whatever um locked up in the jails or whatever or in whatever little facility that they have them in and now he's using them to do his work out there so yeah it's just getting it's getting wild, it's getting crazy but um so now Next up, Sarah. So, Sarah is acting real strange. Um, Apparently, she went off to camp and she was like a camp um, counselor or something like that. And she's just now returning back to Smallville. And, you know, she and Jordan had their little thing going and had the little they little relationship and stuff. But now she's acting all weird. Like, you know, like she doesn't want to um be with him or whatever. So, I'm just like, I wonder what happened to her. Like, why is she acting like this? And, I mean, it's just it is um interesting so y'all know i'm gonna be continuing to watch superman and lois um also i've been continuing to watch the new sex in the city reboot i'm not gonna stop watching it i want to see how things are going to play out on that as well so i just saw the last episode where carrie um has written her book and she has decided to go on a date so she's written her book about her loss you know losing big and everything and her editor wants her to um, take that book and she wants her to kind of like make it fun or make it you know give it like a a, a good twist or something at the end because I guess it's just about loss and hurt and stuff so the, the editor wants it to be a little bit more upbeat and she wants it to be more positive so Carrie decides to go out on a date and that definitely didn't turn out Um, that well, um, but she is gonna get a second chance from what we see coming up on the next episode for this week. So, y'all, I've been into the shows, just into them, into them, and yeah, like I mean, I'm gonna keep watching. And like I said, you know, I've been watching White Lotus. Um, I'm trying to find other things to watch. Oh, and I have been watching Abbott Elementary. I cannot stop talking about this show. Like Abbott Elementary. Is like the office. Like this is just—it's like the office for elementary school. And Quinta, I want to say her name is Quinta Brunson. She's the actual creator, and she, um, she is a gem. Like she created this show. The cast is amazing. The the way that they hit those comedic marks or whatever, the points—I mean—they are on. the facial expressions the everything so Abbott Elementary y'all I think I mentioned it in the last show if y'all have not watched that show y'all better get on it if you like comedy if you love The Office you will absolutely love this show so that is gonna wrap up our little quick TV uh, movie whatever discussion and we will be right back with the final segment The Unpopular Opinion of the Week So stay tuned to the Junkie Experience Podcast Alright guys, welcome back to the Junkie Experience Podcast Where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment So we are going to, it is time for us to get into the Unpopular Opinion of the Week And I'm going off the top of the dome with this one So earlier, I would say earlier last week um i was on social media and i saw a post from like one of my favorite um youtubers um well yeah he's he's a youtuber so i saw a post from one of my favorite youtubers i'm not going to mention his name on here but um the post was a tick tock video of a lady going through the drive-thru and when she got to the window this guy did not the person who was working in there i guess he did not want to take her coupon um i don't remember what fast food place it was or whatever but that was wasn't even the the problem so the lady drove up she asked him to take her coupon he basically told her no like if she didn't mention the coupon at the you know when she was at the um at the drive through um at the at the yeah what you call it the yeah the drive-through um at, at the intercom or whatever that he was not going to be able to take it and so this lady was being reasonable and that's the stupidest thing that i've ever heard now i've never worked in fast food but i have never understood so why would a person or why would somebody have to tell you up front that they have a coupon when i go in kroger or i go in um you know Walmart or wherever that I'm gonna be shopping Publix or whatever I don't have to tell the cashier up front that I have a coupon I can either give them to her up front when I first get in the line of checkout or I can give, the, give her the coupons um, after she has rang up uh, you know all of my items like I have that choice though so I don't think it's that difficult to take a coupon from somebody at the you know, once they get to the line, I mean, shoot, they might just realize that they have it or whatever. So, um, he wouldn't take her coupon, but that's just not and that's just not the big deal of it. The biggest issue that I had with this video was that this guy really berated this lady, he cursed her out, he threatened violence on her, he told her, you know, he would knock her phone out of her hand. Um, she was being reasonable Not once did she raise her voice in him Not once did she cuss him Now she was recording him But he was acting a straight up asshole So he was just Totally out of line And so since I've set it up for you guys I'm going to let you listen to it Right now Check it out
1: I don't care you recording me on loan, I don't. I, you can not, show that to whoever you want. I am. Okay, but can I have your now? name and no. number? I should have knocked that out your hand on mom, because you don't got consent. No, you're not getting my name. Now show them that. I will show them that. You think I give a fuck about this job? No, I don't on loan. Now get out my draft you're holding on my line. Bye. Bye. Go. You mad? It's 597. You the one it's man. man. You the one man. You mad? I ain't mad If I knock your phone out your hand, you gonna call the police I sure am I know Now pull off That's not the way you talk to people Pull off Is you finna pay? Then call the police then Fuck I'm calling the police for I, I ain't, ain't no snitch ass nigga So fuck I'm finna call the police for Then what are you doing then? What you doing? I'm, I wanted to pay for my stuff Five ninety seven. dollars It's not $5.97, I have a coupon now, Did you mention the coupon back there? I mentioned it now. Exactly Pull off I don't care about you recording me, bro. Go ahead. the same thing. Yeah, we can record each other. Because I'm being reasonable. I don't I don't care. Who you finna report that to? I don't I'm sending care. it to your corporate office. That's who I'm sending it to. I don't give a fuck. Send Make that sure you me. tell me that. Oh, bro, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You think I give a fuck, don't you? But I don't. Oh, this job ain't doing nothing but paying a motherfucker insurance. Come on, man. This ain't nothing. It's the job you chose. I didn't chose this job. My, fucker, you my offered me this job. Hey, but you I don't even it. like working. But you accepted the job. Right, I accepted. So you still chose the job. Who wanted to accept the extra money? Pull out. Bye. Bye. Damn, you finna make me call the police and I don't even like them up at my job. Pull out. I ain't that Old ass question. You, you need to work it. You need a new car. Old ass crisis.
0: all right so you heard that so the youtuber one of my like i said one of my favorite youtubers his whole take on it was that she was you know belittling or harassing a um a, a fast food worker um that you know oh he had every right to do what he did to her he had a right to you know cuss her out and tell he'll knock the phone out of her hand and you know just talking about oh I don't give a F about this job and just all kinds of stuff you know and not for him to sit up and argue with this lady for three minutes and in all of that time he could have taken her coupon and say look I'm ready to get this lady out of my face let me go ahead and give her her little discount so she can go so I mean I just don't understand what the problem was but this YouTuber took the side of this guy I did not see, I'm I'm sitting here, I looked at the video over and over and over again. I'm just like, okay, where's the logic in him taking the side of this man? Other than like, oh, he's a fast food worker. I mean, like the lady said in the video, this is the job you chose. Oh, I ain't chose this job. They asked me to work or whatever. But like she said, you accepted the job. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I am not here for people who go in and harass workers, you know, whether it's fast food, whether it's, you know, at a restaurant, whether it's at, you know, any type of place where you have people working and and doing service work. I don't, I don't appreciate it because I remember one time I was sitting in Starbucks and this girl, this young lady behind the counter, she, you know, gave this man his coffee. Apparently the coffee had whole milk in it and I guess he wanted 2% or whatever. And this man got so freaking mad at this girl, like he threw the coffee back behind the counter, so people like that, heck yeah, they need to be escorted out. But the way that this young man at this drive through in this particular TikTok talked to this lady was totally out of line, and I stand by that. So, the YouTuber that was agreeing with the way that this man treated this woman was also talking about like her car sounding like a train or whatever. Okay, well, that was all the more reason to give her her little discount. She needed all her little coins or whatever. It wasn't gonna kill him. It was no money out of his pocket to give this lady her discount. So I stand by what I said. I looked at that video sideways. And then the YouTuber had the nerve to ask me in the comments because we were kind of going back and forth on Twitter. He did block me. So y'all probably won't be able to go and see um, what was being said because he did block me. After I said, well, I cannot see, you know, w- why you would say that this man who talked down like this to this black lady, we know she was a black woman, you, you find him right. This, this, he was totally out of line. He was totally wrong. So yeah, the YouTuber blocked me because he just didn't agree with what I said. Um, And like I told him in the, you know, when we were going, when in our exchange, I said, you know, we can agree to disagree. You know, but I just don't see this. You know, you claim that, you know, you're for black women and, you know, men, you're always against men being violent toward women. This man suggested violence toward this lady. You know what I'm saying? He didn't do anything, but he did verbally threaten to do it. You know, he probably didn't do anything because he knew that she would probably call the police on him, you know, if he had. But it was just so nasty to me, the way that he talked to her. And I'm going to stand by what I said he was definitely in the wrong this lady never raised her voice she never cursed at him she never belittled him you know but he was the one that was upset and i feel like this if you're that upset with the job that you have sirs or ma'ams you need to get out and try to find you something else i know every job that i've had I haven't always had a dream job or something that I love getting up running to do or whatever all the time. There were times that, yeah, I didn't want to get out of bed to go to a job that I didn't like. But you know what I did? I got my behind up. I started looking for something else that was a better fit for me. And this is what this young man should do. But probably at this point, since this video has circulated, all over and went viral i'm pretty sure he doesn't have that job anymore because she did tell him that she was going to send that video to corporate and i don't blame her because he was nasty and he was definitely rude while she was trying to be reasonable and like i said i stick by everything that i said 100 now what really also irked me was that you know this youtuber was somebody that i said i really supported like i supported him totally like every time he had a video pop up or whatever like i was there um every even on his patreon channel like i was um um, contributing to that not saying that my little money was you know making him you know you know paying his house note or whatever but i did contribute to him and i really really liked him But for somebody not to um, be able to take criticism or take somebody disagreeing with them, you got to go to the block mode or whatever, you know, to your fans. Then to me, that just shows a level of immaturity that is just, I mean, down in the toilet. So with that being said, that is my unpopular opinion for the week. And guys, thank you so much for listening to the Junkie Experience podcast. I know that I was a little down today. I might have been stumbling over my words. And stuff like that. But just remember I've been up since 5 o'clock this morning. It has been crazy out here. But I still wanted to come and deliver this content. And again. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to follow Junkie Experience. On all platforms. Um, at Junkie Experience. On all social media platforms. Facebook. Uh, Twitter. Um, I'm getting the Instagram back going. I mean, the Instagram is still up, but I hadn't been posting as much on there. I've been focusing a lot of my attention on like Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and things like that, you know, trying to build up my audience and build up the following. The new website is coming this week. Um, So I've had some, you know, to do some little other touches to it. So it'll be here this week. Also, don't forget to check out the Junkie Experience YouTube channel where I talk about different movies, like movies from the past, you know, blast from the past and things like that. And this week we have a special one because it's the 30th anniversary of the movie juice, which came out in January on January 17th, 2022. So go and check out that YouTube video where I talk about different facts about the movie juice that you probably didn't know. I didn't know, so I know you probably didn't know. And please like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Leave your comments down there. You know, if it's things that I missed or you know things that you want to talk about or how you felt about or what what state of mind you were in when you saw that particular movie, definitely leave um some comments down below. And Thank you guys. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you for bearing with me. Because it was hell. I went through hell and high water to get to this point. And thank y'all. And I hope you have an amazing week. And until next time, bye junkies.